Gary Bryan. This is Gary, isn't it? What's your name? Gary Bryan. Gary Bryan. your name for the record. Gary Bryan. What were they thinking? Okay. Well, Jim Fowles, that got kind of gross. The guy <laughs> farting on the leg press machine. Oh, dude. That's the biggest <laughs> fart I've ever heard. Had an internal oh organ hanging out. That was more of a shark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. so too. Something was going on there, like, yeah. You think he crapped his pants? Oh, oh that, yeah. That, that definitely sounds too That's yeah. what it sounded like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. He had the wrong things to eat and probably was pushing really heavy weight. He was a big guy, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh. he was a big guy. He had a lot of weight on that. Gross. Yeah. Ooh. Yep, 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 yep. Disgusting. <laughs> I wanted to get into the thing about the Australian guy. You saw the guy performing CPR on a gecko? Oh, no, I didn't He's, see He sees that. a gecko floating in his mug of beer, and he thinks somebody's playing a joke, but they say, no, we didn't. So the gecko had climbed in the beer and was had drowned. So he pulls it out and performs CPR and brings it back to life. <gasps> give it mouth to mouth. Oh, my God. So cool. Hey, I yeah. tried to give mouth and, to a squirrel. And he saved 15% on his auto insurance. Oh, my God. Come on, man! I was thinking of it. And I'm looking at it. Yeah, you wrote it. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Okay. Yeah, the gym thing. That's a pretty, uh, some pretty gross Didn't stuff. Didn't you tell me one time that you saw some guy with his balls hanging out of shorts? No, but that wasn't at the gym. That oh, was at a radio was- station. Oh. <laughs> I can tell this. No, no, I can tell this story because no, Mr. Big and I worked I at the same radio. It wasn't him, but, but I remember the, you telling me in this Honolulu. Story. And this guy Jim would come in, and he had these jean shorts, and they were kind of loose, shorts. and he wouldn't wear underwear, and his testicles, <laughs> his balls, would hang out of the shorts. And you're thinking, all the girls were like, oh, man. And it is gross. It I mean, is come gross on. to see it, that. It is gross. And I, I mean, like it's going, gross if you see a vagina hanging out, so it's not pretty. Well, that happened with my wife's cousin. Hers was hanging out of her dress? It wasn't a dress. Pant- jeans? Jean shorts oh, that's that were so tight they pulled up in yeah. and and they were ha- it was hanging out on either oh, side uh, and she did not know it. How do you not know that? How do you not How feel, could you that? Not feel that? Feel that? If you had a vagina, you would feel it. I'm yes. just saying, just like you would feel the wind on your, on your balls. balls. <laughs> exactly. No better feeling in the world, right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I very like to air dry, if you know what I'm talking. About. Oh, Hello, world. <laughs> Did anyone ever say anything to the dude with the balls? No. <laughs> no. Nobody said, "Hey, dude, close your legs. You got your balls." Well, it's like you. Out? Do, it's like. Y- you don't want to like say, "Hey, I'm noticing your looked, balls." Yeah, right? I looked down and it's saw a little it. awkward, right? Oh, I like, would have. Yeah. <laughs> I would have said something. It's like, bro. I would have said, I, you "Got any sauce really, for your balls?" I think he did it on purpose. Oh, I think yeah. he thought he was flirting with the girls. I think oh, they thought no. they they were turned on by that. Well, that is not a turn on, boys. If you're listening, what? but then Mr. Big, I'm sure he's never told you this story. But he had a roommate who was a blonde, pretty good looking uh, girl. And uh, I think they were platonic. Uh, oh, you think? Yeah. So <laughs> he came home one day, and she was in, she was completely naked in a yoga pose with the legs, you know, naked with the lotus. What? They call that the lotus position. Yes, the lotus. Yes. Yeah. She was like sitting there going, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm going, and I'm thinking, of course, you know, I was like 22 at the time. Oh, I'm you were with them? No, I wasn't with. Oh. Them. But he told me the story, and I'm going. 
That would have been very tough for me <laughs> to walk in on that. And how did he handle it? Because I'm sure he was humiliated. He tried to be casual. Oh, he did. Oh, you know, Mr. Big. Hi. Do you mind closing your legs? <laughs> yeah. No, he was, she was keeping all the flies in he one place. He probably never oh, noticed. Oh, thank you. No. He probably never noticed anything. I was trying to he, find. Well, a he pic- told me about it. He must have noticed something. I was trying to find a picture because one of my friends posted. Some a side shot in the gym going, I can't believe it goes on here. And it's a guy bent over with the air dryer blowing down his keister. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, I, I told you this story. I'm sure you forgot this. But I was I went to the Gold's Gym in San Francisco right under the Bay Bridge. That was my gym because I could hit it on the way home from KFRC when I worked up there. So one time I'm in the shower, and this guy is in the shower bending over and spreading his cheeks. <laughs> To let the show, but just doing it, making it real obvious and looking around at Sounds everybody. Sounds like a guy who'd been to jail and had to do that for uh, the check-in I part. think this guy was trying to meet somebody, if you know what I'm talking about. I think this guy was so like, So he obviously hey. was a gay guy. He wanted to look, he was what? looking for a man. No, I didn't say that. No, I'm saying it. No, you, well, you can say that. I don't know whether he was or not, but he was obviously... Well, if he's flashing his ass at men... Uh, I mean, you can really... Did he say, excuse me? <laughs> can I ask you a question? Well, there's that. That's Lisa.Stanley at intercom.com. <laughs> there's that. Jim Carrey likes to talk out of his ass, and I think he still does after hearing the last thing yeah, he was, said to the girls. What did he say? Remember, he said she was on his bucket list. Oh, I see. Yeah, he talks out of his ass still. So you think that's talking out of your ass? <laughs> yeah, like I feel like that was such a minor thing. I agree. It was no it was big ridiculous. deal. Oh my gosh! And nobody made a big deal about it except Twitter. Jim, well, Jim. you can—they'll make a big deal out of anything. Just like the remark you just made, it's you're, you're coming back on you. Which remark? Yeah. <laughs> about Never mind. the guy showing his ass and he was looking for boys. Right. Well, you mentioned he might have been flirting. So <laughs> I don't think I said that right room. there, did I? No, I don't think so. <laughs> If he's in a boys' locker room, and I don't think I'm even here right now, to be honest with you, I think I'm just I'm still at home. (laughs) Good call. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about a documentary of your life. Would there be enough footage of you, Lisa, and photographs? For sure. Yeah, you could do a docu series on my life for sure. I think we should do that. A docu series? No, just just a documentary. We could do a one hour documentary on you. You can. I took a documentary class. I can film it. You know what? Not bad. Just interview her. Yeah. Ask her about her life. And then you send me any videos you have, and we cut them in and have B-roll of you walking around your apartment. Come on, man. Naked? Naked? What are are the uh, the three elements you have to have? You have the beginnings, the rise, the fall, the recovery. Yeah, Yeah, this is the recovery. It's taking a long time. (laughs) Like behind the music? Yeah, it's behind the music. When you became a drug addict and lost everything, you know. Oh, thank God that never happened. Yeah. What would they call your documentary? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to think of a good name. Me. Mm. No. Me. Me by Lisa Stanley. Me, you you idiot. idiot. You idiot. idiot. It's it's me. No, that's mine. You idiot. (laughs) Moron. They say, I just saw this little factoid today, I was telling Brandon, this is a pretty good little factoid, that the human brain spends most of its time thinking of things from the past and wanting to relive them. Really? Do you, do you believe that's true? 
Well, it is kind of weird that right before people die, sometimes they relive, you know, like or in in Alzheimer's, they go back to that stage of where it was happy place for them. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's something to be said for that. I think it's you think about your past all the time, but I don't know if that's like if I want to go back. I I feel like maybe the reliving it is maybe in essence you want to relive that feeling. Like mm-hmm. for me, I do think about like traveling a lot, and I think about like my parents. So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to relive like when I was twelve, but I mean, also, yes, I want to keep doing those things in a different, in a sense, reliving that feeling. Hmm. What What was the feeling? Uh, travel, I hope happy. Yeah, <laughs> I travel happy. lets me feel like very free and very mm-hmm. like myself. I feel most myself when I like either am traveling or. Talking to probably like one of my parents or one of my close friends, so I think yeah, I like being close with my people that I have in my life. How about you, Lisa? What 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 thing would you like to relive? Today's show, maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh, I you know what? I'm not the kind of girl that likes to relive. You I'm the dog, girl, man. You are so in the moment. I really am. I like to live in the moment because tomorrow's moment or the next moment may never happen. But what about moments in the past? Nope. I, you think back to things and you think that was a good memory or do I you do. have any good memories? Yes, I think back that was a great memory and that's where it should stay. I should make new memories. Mm-hmm. I'm all about going forward and if all you could, about living If somebody in the said, present. look, we've got a time machine and that right now you are going to go back to, we're going to send you back to one moment in your life and you're going to relive that moment. What moment would it be? I don't know. I have to think about that because I've had, I'm so blessed. Your wedding day? No. no. I'm so blessed. <laughs> Your divorce day? No. You I'm, and Donnie Most sneaking I, no, around I'm just on so happy bla- days? I'm so blessed that I've had so many fantastic moments in my life. Can you remember any of them? No. <laughs> no, no, I can't. I just, I couldn't remember one. I, I don't know. I can't. What about your Barbie party? And that was a great moment, but no, I wouldn't want to relive that. I don't. I want to make new memories. I don't want to relive anything. But if, you had to. but if you're making new memories and then you don't care about the memories, what's the point of making the new memories? Works for me right in that moment. <laughs> I'm the moment girl. You are in the moment. You are the most beta person I have ever known. I that like you have to no live alpha waves going on where you sit and think, man, what is life all about? Nope. Nope. Yep. Nope. I not don't. happening. No, I'm living it. Yeah. If I start thinking about it, then I'm out of it. And I'm not living it. I, I like to live it. I think there's a balance, I feel, for myself between living very presently and thinking about memories that mean a lot to me. What would you know? Your memory would be, your, if you had to go back and relive one thing in your life, what would it be? The, one of the happiest days of my life was my just physical day was when I graduated college. Mm-hmm. I had the most important people in my life all with me there that day, and it was yeah. just like a really happy, successful, proud day. Mm-hmm. It was just I just remember feeling like incredible and like a specific day in Costa Rica, whitewater rafting that I felt like ah. completely content with everything at that moment that was happening in my life. Right, Brandon, nineteen ninety when oh, you first came year. to K Earth. No, 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 God, oh, ninety four. That was ninety four. <laughs> no, no, nineteen ninety is kind of like the year where because I grew was up that high school. Yeah, I was in high school, but I, but but to understand this is that. I was the youngest of five, so I always had brothers at school with me some point in time, mm-hmm. whether they all were, because my school went from kindergarten to eighth, and then one by one, they would graduate, and it was like, oh, I always felt like I had that someone peeking over, and I couldn't really 
break out and be like who I wanted to be until 1990 when, when my brother you, graduated. Uh, that was it. You were the and then last I, one I there. showed up to school going, I'm by myself. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. Mm. And it was like the coolest year for me. I guess you could mm. kind of say like I kind of was like able to go, all right, I'm going to do my thing. And then, you know, so I think it was the greatest because I graduated the next year. But yeah, I think that year was kind of always go back to that. Like that was a cool year. Yeah. Yeah. But eh. what about you? Uh, I should say when one of my children was born, but I couldn't pick which one. So uh, <laughs> all every, of them, <laughs> yeah, all of them. I think for me, the like when I actually thought I wish I could be in a bubble and stay in this time was when we went to number one in Portland in the mid '80s with a radio station called Z100, and for the first time in my career, I had control of a station, and that station was exploding off the charts successful and it was like undeniable that's the gig that got me my gig in new york because everybody went whoa what is with this you know this is like amazing the morning show had a 12 share the station had a 10 share that's unheard of and we were we would go out to dinner in portland and hear people at the next table talking about what we did that morning Mm -hmm. That's huge. That's when you know you've done it. Right. You've done it right. I mean, and that's sort of like the success that Rick Dees had when he was on Kiss. And it was kind of that same era, you know. In fact, he lasted Rick, 23 years. He did something right. Oh, he, you know, he was great. But, but the thing about Rick, because uh, you know, Rick used to do our show once in a while, and we ran his syndicated thing. But he hired away our news girl. That's how good our show was. <laughs> you know, she, Who she, did she, he hire? Lorna? Yeah, Lorna, ah. yeah. She was doing our show in Portland and... And Rick hired her for Kiss FM. Yeah, that worked out well for him. And then Kiss FM tried to hire me. They tried to put me on in the afternoon in the late 80s, and I just didn't do it. I wound up going to New York. But that was a great time. Just to be, that's like winning a championship. That's yeah. like winning the World Series trophy or, you know, doing whatever. It's like the, uh, the that first time that happens is insane that's how i felt when i joined abc news Mm -hmm. and i was doing i i was as a kid growing up you watched johnny mountain you watched jerry dumphy you watched all these news icons and here i was now doing the news Mm -hmm. with some of them well that was and that was a really that was great wouldn't you love to relive that feeling no but it was great (laughs) jerry didn't take you out come on i i would have loved to relive that feeling except i hated that bitch boss who I've talked about on air here. Uh, I had dinner with Jerry Dunphy and Magic Matt one night. Really? And Jerry Dunphy... <laughs> How do you tell those two apart? They bro, were both drunkards. Jerry Dunphy drank me under the table oh, in about two anyone. seconds. anyone. And then he'd go back to work, Gary, yeah. and go on and air. And he went back on and did the and 11 o'clock air, news. Yeah. This is a guy, Crystal, if you ever watch an old movie an old movie, and the anchor man is a white-haired guy. With a great voice. Oh, yeah, a great okay. voice. That's um, Jerry Dunphy. Oh. The Simpsons anchor man with yeah. the white hair. I don't watch The Simpsons. Oh. And he would always be, he would be in all these movies. He was on Channel 7, right? Yes, yeah. he was. And That's where I was. Channel went. 7 here in town. I wound up, because Magic Matt was a guy who worked for me in Seattle, and uh, he was a disc jockey on KISS. And he wound up getting to know everybody, all the old geezers in town knew Magic Matt, Still right? He knows all the old geezers. So he, he was like, you want to go out to dinner with Jerry Dunphy? I'm like, sure, that's cool. So we go out to dinner. About three drinks in, my head is spinning. <laughs> Jerry is And just, he drinks martinis. Right, and he was just getting warmed up. Yeah, there's, there he and is. And he's drunk as a skunk in drunk this video. Drunk as a skunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I heard a story, uh, uh, Duffy, our old GM, 
he was telling us because he worked at KABC at the right, time, and right. he was talking about how Dumphy would challenge the teleprompter guy, "Speed it up! I'll keep up with it." And he would have just pull out the tequila from under the table. Oh, dude, I was there. <laughs> Is that I, all you got? I like, saw it go down with my own eyes. I you you couldn't believe how much this guy would drink and then get back and get on air. Yeah, remember it he got shot for. Uh, he, he did get shot. Yeah, he got shot because he was cheating on his. Remember? Oh, was he really? He, well, he was uh, sleeping with somebody who had a husband. See, bad idea. Yeah, yeah. and the husband. Showed I would say, up you know, yeah. you can cheat. Shot as he was coming out, out of the gate. See, yeah. when women when women cheat with husbands, the wives usually don't come hunting them down with a gun. Usually, that was a great news set because we had Paul Moyer, Anne Martin, mm-hmm. Jerry Dunphy, and every one of those people were drunk as skunks doing the eleven o'clock news. Isn't that the best? Every one of them. <laughs> Wow. It was out of control to show up and see that. The wow. best is the fight, the argument between Paul Moyer and Anne oh, Martin. Well, yeah, about her best. drinking. Don't well, you go home, go you have a drink, and, drink. and you come back. Yes. some shooters and come back to work. That's true. She would. <laughs> All right. Well, we some version of this may wind up on the air tomorrow morning because oh, I think times. it's a good topic. It's like, yeah. you know, you think back, like, what moment would you like to go back to? For Lisa, it's nothing. In <laughs> fact... Two minutes ago, she's forgotten already. No, uh, it, it would be my ABC uh, days. Okay, that would yeah. be it. Okay. All right, cool. All right, see you in the morning. <laughs>